perspective. We got the crew, we got the muscle, and you know we have the rule. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We got the know-how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it rolls. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, tonight. Hello and welcome to episode 250 of Geek Grills, the Geek Grills podcast supported primarily by our patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash grills. I am Linda and I'm joined by my co-host Ray. There's Ray. Uh, Ember unfortunately can't join us this evening. Um, She's having some personal stuff, so we love you, Ember. Um, We've got kind of a light topic tonight. We're going to be talking about... The, like, kind of rise of fidget toys. Like, fidgety things. (laughs) So. Nobody ever fidgets. We have no idea what you're talking about now. No, 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 fidget. Fidget? What fidget? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little bit of an update, though. Like, housekeeping update on our show schedule going forward. So we're going to now be doing a game night on the third Monday of every month instead of a show. So it'll be, you know production meeting, show, game night, show, and then if there's a fifth week, we'll do another show. Um, We just think that that'll be, like, a fun thing. We had a lot of fun playing uh, Monster Road Trip together, so we thought we'd make it, like, a monthly thing to have a monthly game night. Um, Everyone will be able to join us for the live recording on the third Monday of the month, but um, the actual recording of it... um, it's probably going to be Patreon, Patreon only. So if you can't join us for that Monday, then, you know, if you're a patron, you'll be able to get the recording of it later once it's published. Um, so that's the current plan. Uh, and just, you know, we'll have more patron content and you'll get to see us being nerdy and playing weird games. I, I have suggested, well, the one we're going to play next week is we're going to try and actually win Monster Road Trip. <laughs> so we're going to try one good th- win. We're going to try that again to have one good win. Um, but I have suggested some other games like Phasmophobia. Um, I suggested Human Fall Flat because that game absolutely makes me enraged. Um, <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. Um, but that is the current plan. So, now that we've done our little bit of updating, before we get into our topic, uh, what have you been up to, Ray? Uh, Yeah, um, I got to watch uh, Wakanda Forever when it came out on Thursday, so that was awesome. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into it, like, no spoilers, but I did enjoy it very much. I loved um, Black Panther. Uh, there was a lot of things that I I knew, like just watching the the uh, the preview for it. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna have Namor, and um, but there's some still some like nice surprises I didn't know about, uh, and I did get very excited when uh, they introduced some of the other characters and anticipation of having like their own 
spinoffs because it is Marvel. I will say on that note, this is a Marvel movie. So there's a mid credit scene. There is not a post credit scene. And the mid credit scene is relevant to the movie you just saw. It is not a preview or a teaser for a future Marvel thing. It is literally like a mini epilogue. Um, I will say the movie does a fantastic like book ending. And of course, visually, it is just incredible, and musically, it's wonderful, and the costumings are point. And Angela Bassett is queen forever. Oh my gosh! Like everybody does a great job. She does like an exceptionally amazing job, which I I wasn't prepared for. Like I was prepared for everyone bring their end game. I wasn't prepared for people to blow me out of the water with what they were doing. So. Uh, it does uh, revolve around grief. It is a very strong theme throughout the movie. So you might not be in the mindset for this movie, or you might find this movie very cathartic, depending on how you approach those things. So um, I, I will put that out there, but it is, I, I think it does an excellent job with how it shows grief and people going through the grieving process and just an absolutely beautiful uh tribute to oh, i'm so sorry my my mind just bleh bozeman, bozeman. chadwick bozeman yeah. i want to make yeah. sure i get it right okay yeah <laughs> I, i'm like i was doubting myself i'm like i'm gonna am i gonna mess it up i don't want to mess it up but beautiful absolutely beautiful to him and to the character t'challa that's that's not a none of that's a spoiler that was in the trailer yeah. so <laughs> but it, yes it, i highly encourage people to see it it is great is it haunting of hill house levels of dealing with grief i haven't seen that oh that is that's an entire show about dealing with grief <laughs> okay no um i haven't seen it uh, i don't think i really have anything good to compare it to oh um shoot what was that what was that wolverine western movie uh, old, uh, uh, he, uh, one where he's an older guy. When the one yeah. he's old, I forget what it's called, but I think it's I probably something. I think it's about. just it's just Logan. That's right. Yeah, it's called Logan. So, okay, I saw Logan like several months after my grandfather passed, and my grandfather was like notorious for loving western films. Like, so like. For me, the the passing of Professor X was very kind of cathartic, but also m- memorable in a way for me, and just kind of like a little pressure valve for like crying. Ah, uh, okay, got it. So, yeah. Um, so, like I said, and it depends. Like, if that's something that happens to you, there you go. Um, if not, then don't worry about it. I I did have a weepy moment, but. That's usually a good thing. If I go to a movie and I don't feel feelings, I get kind of annoyed that <laughs> why didn't I feel anything? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was really good. I was actually surprised our theater wasn't sold out, but we're still like kind of a lot of people are still kind of easing back into the social life. So that makes sense. It was yeah. just weird because when Black Panther came out. Our theater was totally full, like, so. I remember. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then, 
Uh, yeah, and then I went to a uh, one-day LARP event, uh, Echoes LARP, uh, on Saturday. Um, yeah, I'm. I had a good time. I'm annoyed I had a good time. I was <laughs> expecting to have such a good time. I was expecting to have an okay time. To have a, I'm going to go see people I don't get to see anymore, really, or hang out with. And I miss hanging out with these people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and maybe, maybe I'll, maybe something will happen. Maybe, but I'm like, I did not build a, I did not optimize my character for in-game fun, I should say. Mm-hmm. I gave it the stats. I gave her the stats I wanted, and I thought if I maybe eventually get to keep playing this character could be fun, but I didn't come in with any combat skills. I didn't come in with any magic. I didn't come in with any weapons or armor. I just came in with, like, a watch, a compass, a healing dose. Um, I had agile, so I had a dodge so in case anybody threw something at me. Charisma and empathy. So I could talk to people real pretty and maybe they would not attack me. Mm-hmm. And I had empathy. So maybe if somebody else went down, I could keep them from dying or make them heal a little faster. This is, this is not an optimal build at <laughs> all for a LARP, just to be clear. Uh, not all LARPs, but a large majority of Voffer LARPs have a good amount of combat. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, her, her skills were literally just um, mercantile because it was cheap. Because you always have um, at least one, if not two, skills that are cheap, depending on what you're playing. Uh, adventuring, because I love adventuring, or survival, or it's survival in this one. Uh, it's an excuse to go outside and find trails and basically wander around site trying to find things. <laughs> I found a lumber tag. It wasn't an adventure tag. It was literally a tag that they put on tree <laughs> to remove. It was fine. Uh, and uh, what was it? I had mercantile. I had survival and oh diplomacy because I talk pretty. That was going to be what I do. I talk pretty. Um, yeah, so expectations were very low. There were so many new people, um, which was great. Also, female majority. Like, literally, I haven't had a game where we outnumber the men. <laughs> like, maybe once or twice it's happened at one of the others, but, like, I was just kind of... It wasn't even like a few like, oh, we've got like one or two more girls than guys this time. No, it was it was a lot more than that. It was <laughs> nice. Um uh, we had a but yeah, we had a large number of new newbies. So I actually came in with like I played a Ormery, just like a dragon dragon person. Dragon blooded. We'll call him a dragon blooded, because it did say Exalted was a, a theme that they were pulling from. Yeah, fair. Uh with my eh, scrap them because I'm super proud of them and they're very cute. Uh, everybody who's an Omri, you're uh, you have a monochromatic color, so like you have that one color for like your stuff, but you don't get rainbow scales. So I was like, is our neon an option? Oh yeah, you could do neon. 
Seven neon pink horns. <laughs> <laughs> They're super cute. I, I also like the neon pink scales, which I was really worried it would just look like I had like Roatia or a rash or something. Mm-hmm. But nope, it, it actually turned out pretty decently. Uh, yeah. Um, but. And I like, I like I, using stencils. Stencils are fun. <laughs> the stencils helped so much. Like, literally, I wasn't even planning on going to our local costume shop, Eddie's Trick Shop. But um, I had stolen Sean for the weekend so we could hang out and go to the game together. And she needed to get some stuff. And I'm like, oh, and they had some. <laughs> they do. I was, I was so happy. I bought the last pack. <laughs> <laughs> They have to restock their dragon scale stencils because I was like, I was even talking to the guy. I'm like, this is the year House of the Dragon came out. Why is there not more dragon stuff this year? <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, so I have my ridiculous neon pink. Um, she's also from like the hoity toity area. So I quickly got the nickname Princess, which <laughs> is great because she is a naive little princess. And is just starting to learn that, like, her world was not as optimistic or as nice as she thought in oh. her little gilded cage. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, burst that bubble real quick. <laughs> yep. So, that that's the good. Um, like I said, I got to see a whole bunch of people I haven't seen or lo- played with in forever. What I didn't like... So, so, so I made a joke when I was looking at the the uh, character creation that this seems like um, there's another game that a lot of the same people played or were involved with called Force of Doors, and I'm like, this seems like Force of Doors 2.0. Like, I feel like the dragon people are just reskinned goblins. That these the celestials are just. Um, Star Apsara, uh, just like re- little reskins. Like the Crags is just um, the the Viking world, and I'm like, mm, but, but, but you know, the, these are standard like tropes yeah. kind of thing. So maybe not, maybe not. Uh, so the first encounter we run into are abyssal spirits, black mm. tabards and claws. Oh no. And black masks. I'm like, well, those look like nightmare hosts, but okay. Which was a a big thing that we had at FOD. I'm like, okay, well, it's new LARP. It's starting limited budget. Roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's keep going here. So yeah, and that, and then like later, there's some like wasp attacks from from the leshy slash fairy world. I'm like, okay, that's cute. That's, that's, a, that's fine. I can handle that. That's. And later on, uh, and like, I find out that there's, um, you know, everybody is just randomly selected and pulled here to this world, this, this echo place. So we're not really sure. There's something about a King that was here before. And maybe like, it's something about a king and I'm like okay cool cool so we're starting to get our own storyline our own plot what the hell is going on with this world and then we are attacked by some intelligent because I haven't been able to force some charisma anything like nothing is talking yet until finally we get something with like intelligence I can talk with and they're I'm going to call them beastmen because nobody ever told me what they are but they are <laughs> people in bestial tabards 
um, coming here because uh, they were at war with all any not thems. Which, like, later I find out um, this is a war that was started because the the sad dead king we see we're uh, side plot is we're catching memories by doing like different stuff like i go on a trail and i find some like memories so we put these memories these crystallized memories in a container and we're able to like see the memories and get the visions and start to try and put together a story and after we got a certain number we actually got like a letter uh to this person to uh that we find out is probably the sad dead king uh basically letting him know that his father is dead and that his coronation is soon and you know set for that yeah and at one point um we get even more crystals in there and this this person who just had their coronation just appears but they're locked in their memories so they see us as just like humans even though there's like Omri, like, and Leshies, um, and just like a bunch of non-humans, but he sees everybody as human, and it's not weird at all. Because he's locked in the memory. And we're just able to, like, interact with it and get some information. To which, like, his dad uh, was killed and because, was killed fighting these beast men. And because of that, uh, he has sent all of his generals and all of his people to go and finish this beast men menace for like for once and for all which obviously has not happened since we're getting attacked by beast men um and this guy is dead because he's the sad dead king i don't really know much more about that <laughs> but i'm like mm, mm, just, just very sussy yeah. and then we had uh you're like i'm sensing some reused assets <laughs> Yeah, and like we had a spirit come in. Um, uh, the spirit of the creek that goes between the two willow trees, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're not literally just doing spirits the same way they did spirits in Fod, where it's like the longer your name, the less powerful you were. I was like, no, he comes in, he's asking for some Joss, he's asking for uh, someone to be a scion, He's ex- and like we all just woke him up, he can't give us any kind of time frame because spirits don't understand time, and I'm just like, squint. <laughs> <laughs> squint. <laughs> that all said, I did have a good time. I'm just That's I, fair. <laughs> I thought I thought it would be a bit more original. I, I didn't know it was gonna literally be FOD two point Um so but and now I'm actually really conflicted because I had such a good time and I'm like I can't do three games. Yeah. I just can't. And Dang it, why'd I have to have such a good time? Why'd you have to make it so much fun? <laughs> Even with my poorly made character. <laughs> like, there was stuff to do, like, for people who weren't combat-y, which is always great, because sometimes games get a little too wrapped up in, in the combat, and like, oh, well, you know, we have to have just enough story to get to the next field battle. I'm like, no. No, you know, we can we can do other stuff. 
doesn't mm-hmm. always need to be a field battle. Doesn't doesn't always need to be fighting McFighterson. So it, that was lots of fun. And then the potluck and then again, like honestly the biggest like highlight and the main the main draw was like getting to see all all these awesome people I don't get to see anymore. Mm-hmm. And new people. There were lots of new people too. Um yeah, so <laughs> I'll shut up about it now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was just like my big thing that literally just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what have you been up to, Linda? I went to ATE, um, the Weird Western LARP, and I retired my fighty character. Um, it was a lot of fun. We got to like finish up one of the big story plot arcs, uh, fixed the... Uh, the mutation yeti mutation problem we fixed it and now i am, i am escorting the new uh the the newly uh reawakened lady that she couldn't remember her name unfortunately when she uh, came out of being really angry all the time uh we we had to have a little bit of a counseling therapy right there on the battlefield <laughs> um but we needed, like, I got to, like, be like, well, why don't we call you Hope? Because, like, she's going to go and, like, fix all the rest of them. And so she's, like, the hope for getting them all fixed. So that was pretty cool. I got to, like, lead her off on Sunday morning um, to go off on our adventure. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I... Because it was the game I was retiring, I kind of... and it. So, like, the first big, like, field battle on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. You know, at Possum Trot, there's that space in front of where Monster Town is. That kind of, like, there's the, the path of gravel, and then there's a tiny little hill right there. I followed a monster up the little hill and swung at it. And immediately rolled my ankle. Ugh. So it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. I, mm. I have metal in my ankles already, so it didn't roll that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's not much to roll, it's, but... It, it's reinforced. Um, <laughs> but it did, you know, I, I was like, oh god, I had to like sit down and I was like, ah, hold, 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 I need a second. They got me off the battlefield, um, but I like, I rested it. A lot for like the rest of the game um so on sunday morning which was the big field battle that was like my retirement i was able to you know do stuff but i was you know because it was my retirement game i'm like i'm trying to like fight and swing and do all the fighty stuff and i like monday or tuesday when i got back like I, there's, there was a knot, just a knot in my shoulder, like, Mm. underneath my shoulder blade, and, like, Matthew had to, like, press on it to get it to go away, and then, like, during, uh, the party that we went to, the little birthday get-together for a friend that we went to during the weekend, it came back, and so I had to get him to, like, press on it again, and I'm just like, ugh! This is why I'm not playing a fighty character anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I get she had a good send off, a good ending, and 
Now I get to come in with my corset wearing, no weapon toting aromatherapist. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll come in together. I'm super excited about yeah. that. That's going to be like, it's like, oh, here's your vitality back. She waves like a vial under your nose. And now I'm going to run away from combat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to use my carving knife to go kill whatever's in front of us. Yeah. My ion chef. I'm so excited. Um, but other than that, uh, I've been working on some commissions. I'm almost done with the uh, the rainbow duster. Mm-hmm. This is the bottom of it, and that's the top. Uh, I'm on color five of seven, so that's good. <laughs> um, and then I have a commission for Ember. She commissioned something for me for a gift for a friend, so... I don't want to say what it is in case that friend listens. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> um, and then um, somebody at work uh, commissioned a little, uh, like, Stitch doll, like from Lilo and Stitch, um, that somebody posted. There was There's a pattern or a book or something that you can get at Hobby Lobby. And because I would rather stab myself than buy something from Hobby Lobby, I'm going to try and find another find it online. a similar pattern that I don't <laughs> have to I don't have to buy from there. Um, but those are like commissions and such I'm working on. But I did get to go um, book shopping, which is not something I've done for a bit. Uh, these are both books for my next ATE character because she was on my brain. Um, First one is uh, a little, it was like a $10 book on essential oils and aromatherapy. <laughs> um, nice. Which is good. I I appreciate it because nowhere in here does it say you should eat any of these. So I think it's actually from a legit source. <laughs> uh, and then they actually have like, you know, quote unquote potions that you can make in the back of it. There's love potions. There's... Relaxation Who's the author? Potions. This is Marlene, Marlene okay. Houghton, PhD. I, I was going to say from my, my witchy days, uh, mm-hmm. Scott Cunningham mm. has some very good books on like kitchen witchery and or like a, a specific book just for like aromatherapy stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely, that sounds like, I like, I, I, I identify as a kitchen or hearth witch. So... <laughs> Um, that is something that I can get behind. Yeah, like, a lot of this is just, like, here's how to use these scents to, like, relax your muscles. Here's how to use these scents to make a massage oil, that kind of thing. So, um, cool. And then the other one is this really beautiful floriography book, um, which is Ooh. the, uh, the Victorian lang- language of the flowers. It's just so beautiful. Each one is, like, Oh wow! Yeah, they each one has its own um, illustration, and then in the back they have bouquets <laughs> that you can make. And my favorite one, the fu bouquet. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. Well, it that, that, that you know it's it's Victorian, so they don't say it right out, but it's a bouquet for bitter ends. <laughs> so the the how do how do I say fu and flower? I can tell you. Um, (laughs) 
But then they have like, they have, you know, bouquet for sympathy, bouquet for marriage, courting, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a bouquet for new beginnings. It's very, it's very beautiful. So I just really love it. And I'm looking forward to having both of these on my little, my little shelf that I'm going to bring with me as this character. Because, of course, uh, she's going to have that. <laughs> Super towny. Super towny. Towny, towny Nightingale. <laughs> so Excellent. I'm going to make everything pretty and make everyone feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's basically it. We can now get into our topic, I guess. Um, so, basically, we just kind of wanted to, like, go into just the fidget toy kind of phenomenon because it's definitely something that is has grown in popularity, especially the past few years, um, and kind of into the zeitgeist, I guess, if you want to call it, of, like, everyone's knowledge. Uh, I mean... Yeah, because uh, I was just going to say, the first time I heard of anything even remotely like this was, like, stress balls. Yeah. In the 80s, like, your office would give you a stress ball. You'd be like, hmm. <laughs> and now you can buy fidget toy advent calendars. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> so basically, the, like, concept of a fidget toy. Hold on. I have, I have things in order so I can remember what I wanted to say. <laughs> the concept of a fidget toy, very simply, is a small object used for, like, you know, purposeless kind of manipulation with your hands, usually your hands. So it's called fidgeting or stimming. Um, it's used for, like, decreasing anxiety, frustration, agitation, boredom, you know, what have you. So stimming, if you don't know what that is, give me a second. There we go. Stimming is basically a kind of self-stimulating behavior. It's something that's like a repetition of physical movements. It could be sounds or words, moving objects. Like, say for example, I happen to have here, I have fidget toys. Um, these are poppets. This is one of the things you can get. And it's just got a little... Hold the camera. It's just got like a little nub on it that you can pop in and out. And so you can just sit there and pop this <laughs> in and out just the whole time. And there are some fidget toys that are quiet. There's some that make a lot of noise. Um, I was joking, I think, to Ray a while ago that, you know, I didn't think I would like poppets. I started collecting these. These are part of, like, the... There's a thing... I think I mentioned it in in an earlier uh, episode of their basically uh, blind yeah. boxes. Um, and I didn't think I would actually like the poppets. I was, I was collecting them because I thought they were cool looking and they have cards that go with them. And there's like a giant map that you can put together. And then I was like, Oh no, I actually like doing the poppet thing. And I realized I have a fidget toy. It's my crochet hook. It is. If I'm sitting, <laughs> I can pull out my crochet, and this is basically, it's not, it wouldn't be considered stimming necessarily because it's not purposeless, I guess. Um, 
but it is like a textural, you know, motion that I am doing, especially if yeah. it's like a, a pattern I don't have to think about, then I'm just going along doing whatever. Um, but I actually do. I, I like the since I like the, you know, popping pop it thing. <laughs> um, and I also it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's a thing that you don't necessarily think about, but when I stand and talk to someone, I usually have my hands clasped. Um, so this is like, this would be kind of considered stimming because it's a self-soothing gesture because it's much less anxiety inducing than it used to be. But I didn't, I was very shy as a child. I did not like talking to people. I mean, even I'm doing it now <laughs> where I'm just like, you know, doing motions with my hands you know, otherwise I'd, you know, if I have my crochet hook and my yarn, I'm holding on to that and I've got something in my hands. And that's just, you know, which um, also stimming, stimming is a short for like stimulation, obviously, but, you know, yeah. just putting that out there. So, you know, it's, it's found in all sorts of people, you know, it's people that are on the spectrum, people that have ADHD, people that are anxious that are you know shy they they will they will do it so it's yep. that's basically what the fidget toys were kind of made for um for that audience and because i think because there's a lot more awareness now about um mental health there's no kind of stigma that goes with it it's just like there's there's fidget toys for kids, there's fidget toys for adults. Mm -hmm. Um and if you yeah. like yeah. They're they're I, all I, over the place. <laughs> like I'm I'm not sure how well it goes over in school now, but like I used to I, I didn't have any of this, but I had just like a pen. And I would just click Clicky, 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 clicky. Yeah. Until, like, somebody would take away my pen. Or, like, like there were other, more obnoxious ways, basically. I would try to do that. And and it's good. Like, it's good to have, a, like, a safer, like, quiet, kind of quieter way just to help you focus. Or, like, I don't know. I have really bad allergies year-round. So I, I'm, I feel very lightheaded and not in my body, for a lack of a better term. So just doing something like, like I'm playing with some beads right now. Uh, even just doing something like that, it just helps me, like, I'm here and pay attention. Yeah, and I think probably probably the, the act of, like, stimming to, to pay attention, to focus is much older than, you know, than the fidget toy kind of craze because people have been people since people have been people. I think I said <laughs> that before. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's, um, they, they talk on some of these articles about like, you know, old, old ways of stimming worry beads or rosaries mm -hmm. I mean, I know rosaries for for a fact were probably, 
you know, because you're supposed to use yeah. that to say your prayers. You know, yep. you, you go along and each bead, each type of bead is a prayer or a different type of prayer. And that, what else could that be but an ancient form of stimming? <laughs> 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 to keep yourself, you know, cognizant and focused about what you're doing. Yep. Um, let's see. And there's like, you know, the older style was uh, stress balls. Um, we had a back in back in the oldie 90s. Um, yeah. You could get uh, a bag of little stones that had smiley faces on them and they were called worry rocks and you would rub on them. And then eventually the smiley face would rub off. But they were supposed to because you were supposed to rub your worries away. I I could have it would have been better if it was a frowny face I guess but maybe the it's just yeah. a, a smiley face just to make you smile to make you feel better but worry stone yeah they they were called worry worry rocks um huh I I must have I'm I must have missed that one <laughs> see then, um oh yeah the fidget cube I remember uh. I think we have one around here. Scott has one that he uh, backed. It was basically just kind of a, it would make clicky noises mm -hmm. or you had like a button that you could flip. Uh, it was basically yeah. all of it was like little clicky noises, which I liked, but I also never took to work because I know my coworkers would want to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. And then I think another one is called an infinity uh, cube. It's basically one that it folds and unfolds and it becomes a cube and flatten and a cube and flatten. Like you can fold it infinitely into a cube shape. Yeah, I have one at work that they gave us years ago, which is kind of like, it's like a bunch of macaroni noodle shaped plastic beads on like a string. And you could just put it into shapes and untwine it and make it into other ones and... Mm -hmm. That that one is definitely my the one I use at work because it's also pretty quiet. It's about as quiet as me doing that. So yeah, I I just rub the beads together. I don't think anybody heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I actually uh, put a link to uh, fidget spinners because I I think those were kind of like the start, like 2017 ish was when they kind of came into their own. And then that was the big, like for a while, if somebody said fidget toy, a fidget spinner is what you would think of because yeah, they were the big I thing. I, like, I remember they were also popular in school. And I think like some, some of the schools were like no fidget spinners. Yeah. So they would confiscate fidget spinners, <laughs> which I always thought was so stupid. It's like, okay, but you know, like we're, kids were going to find something to occupy our hands with yeah but and now it's like some schools are cool with you like bringing in as long as it's like a quiet toy like they're even okay with um they're like they're poppets but it's like a mat it's a mat of poppets where you can just press on it and then flip it okay. over and press it back and it's all on your desk and flat it's very very interesting um and there are so many, like, fidget toys nowadays. Like, the ones we've mentioned, there's, um, I forget what they're called, but they're, like, 
tubes that are ridged and you can open them up and they make terrible, terrible noises. And then you put oh, them back yeah. together. <laughs> I was like, I also remember like on the thing of poppets, like whenever we got a package or something, it had the, the little pop, uh, little air pockets oh, yeah. to protect um, it. Like, it's like the earliest poppet I could think of. Just pop, 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 pop. Bubble wrap. There we go. Bubble like, wrap. What is, there what we is go. the name of it? What's the name of this thing that I used to use in my job every day for four years? I worked in shipping. I don't know. Air yeah. pockets. And there, there's, um, there's these little things called mochis. Um, mm-hmm. They're like squishies. Which squishies are another thing. It's a squishy where you squish it down and then it slowly reforms itself. That's, cool. that's a very big thing. But the mochis are like, they have the texture of mochi, which is very squishy, but they're not gummy, edi- stretchy, yeah, gummy, stretchy, but they're not edible. You just mash on them and then they come back, pop out and come back for more. And I guess that's just like, <laughs> some of them are like sticky, but the good ones aren't. But yeah, they're called mochis. I don't think I'd like sticky ones. Yeah, you gotta be careful. I mean, that's the thing. With so many, like, fidget toys and fidget toys being a huge market now, Mm -hmm. the um, quality is all over the map. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like, the the fidget cube Scott backed was not an official fidget cube, so... I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fine. But... I think, like, the official ones were significantly more. <laughs> now I want to think of more things that, like... There's gotta be more... toys. Well, yeah, but there's gotta be more ancient ones, right? Like... Oh, yeah. Fidget toys before they were tops. called fidget toys. Yeah, tops. Um, <laughs> remember those... Uh, uh, it's like cup and, cup and ball games? Oh, that yeah. Te- that's technically a fidget toy, because you're just doing a, a repetitive motion over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other one I could think of is what I keep doing with the beads, mm-hmm. just like making a cat's cradle. Yeah, beads. Kind of um, thing. Oh. But you would do it with like string and you, or yarn, and you could do more patterns. And I mean, I guess most anything could be used as a stimming thing. Like, I bet you could take those old like rabbit's foot uh, charms. Mm-hmm. Oh have. yeah, you just like rub on that. Those um, keychains were real popular in the eighties in yeah. elementary school. I remember I, those. I had a rabbit's foot for a while, but like I had to take it off my keychain because I I didn't think it was real. But every time, yeah, every time I would press it, it felt like there were bones in there. Yeah, and the little claws. The little yeah, claws, and I'm like, I don't. He, uh, I thought I you were a, fake. <laughs> I didn't want a real rabbit's foot. I wanted just like a soft little lucky thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. I I had the same response. Yeah. It's just like eventually I had to be like, <laughs> every time I touch it, I would be like, <laughs> I just, no, can't. <laughs> um, oh, that's interesting. ASMR is also put into the, the stimming category, which yeah. makes sense. Uh, it's it's a auditory auditory sensory thing. Which, if you want to hear our uh, 
our podcast about that. We did a, we did ASMR way back in the day. I think Jen, were you with us or was Jen still no, with us? No, that was the Jen one. That was the Jen one. That was a year, a couple of years ago now. We did one on ASMR. <laughs> um, I just think it's very interesting that it's kind of become like again it's part of the culture now it's like what 10 10 ish years ago people would have thought you kind of weird and now they're just fidget toys are just kind of part of the culture thing, yeah i mean and i i do attribute that to more information on mental health yeah, just like more awareness and like it. Everybody has everybody has trauma. Everybody has a situation they've had to go through, and you know everybody's had some kind of experience, directly or indirectly, with like a mental health situation. So it seems very weird and counterproductive to try and like have any kind of like shunning situation with that like no yeah, don't do that <laughs> but just like listen help them <laughs> sometimes it's all you need is just somebody else to listen and be like i i understand even if you can't help like if you you don't have to have all the answers just you know a kind ear <laughs> yeah and maybe a poppet you know <laughs> maybe a poppet or a hug. Or, or a yeah. hug, yeah. It's like... what? Whatever. <laughs> I'm just... It is, it, like... that, And the culture behind uh, fidget toys right now is fascinating because they are... I... I okay. Self... Per, self... I don't do TikTok. Or Twitter. Uh, but... <laughs> but fidget toys, oh. just as a whole, are... Huge on TikTok. Like, they're a huge part of, like, the culture. Like, unboxing them, messing with them, making your own. Um, it's it's a big thing. Um, and I know this because there are creators that I watch on YouTube who also do TikTok. Um, that is how I know. <laughs> Even though I am myself not a TikTok person. You can get off my lawn. Um... <laughs> No, if you, it, it's, it's fine. It's more cat videos for the rest of us. Yeah, no. If, it, if you want to do TikTok, have at. You may have all of it. I just don't have enough mental juice to also do TikTok. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I have a carefully curated list of TikToks I am sent by my husband, <laughs> which is like 90% cute animals and 10% like dark, weird humor. So. Oh. This is a really random aside, but <laughs> because, sorry, red bouncy ball of logic, everyone. Um, so Sailor J's, uh, like, audio is being used on TikTok like, uh -huh. for a while. She's reposted her videos. Oh, awesome. So they're back on YouTube now. <laughs> hey. Uh, anyway, that was a random aside. <laughs> no, no. So as you were talking about like older ones, I just found the uh, a link to the boating balls, which are the little metal balls that you roll in your hand that make little oh, clingy yeah. noises. Yeah, I I forgot that's what they were called, but yeah, the the ones where it's just I, like 
doing, yeah, doing this just motion. Juggle it. Yeah. It, it was uh, I I first saw them back in God, I think it was the nineties, because I think my grandparents had a set and they were like, It's for massage. It's to massage your hands. Yeah, it could be used to yeah. uh improve your finger dexterity, relax the hand, uh recovery of muscle strength and motor skills, especially after surgery. It's also like they were really common in new new age stores as well. Mm-hmm. An alternative medicine because it's like, ooh, <clears throat> clingy and meditative. But give your hand something to do while you're trying to empty your mind. Yeah. To stim. Just, yes. just stim for a while <laughs> and don't think about anything. <laughs> and those apparently came about in the Ming Dynasty. So yeah. that's the oldest thing we've thought of. So like far. I, like I said, people have been people <laughs> since people have been people. Or something like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why is the player being stupid? Sorry, I had to... Alright, are we good now? Good. Okay. <laughs> Twitch. Dang it, Twitch. Oh, Twitch. <laughs> oh, Twitch. It told me that before, too. But then I just refreshed and it was fine again. Like now. Ta-da! Ta-da! Yeah. So... So hopefully everything's recording safe. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, have the, I have the backup recording going, so we're good. Okay, um, excellent. Excellent. Um, so yeah, I just... I find the kind of rise of them to be fascinating. I, they've always existed, probably. Just not in the mass marketed form that they are now and you know i guess make of that what you will <laughs> so remember you can chime in if you have your thoughts and opinions on fidget toys if you think if there's ones that you prefer if you think they're silly or what have you um you can chime in by emailing us at geekgirls at gmail.com and you can also tweet us at geekgirls so what are you most anticipating coming up, Ray? Spend time with my husband. <laughs> he has been away in New Orleans for a uh, fancy LARP called Saturnalia, Ooh. which you can hear about on the Polyhedron podcast. Because literally he was in the other room record- doing his recording today, yeah, too. I was, I was about to say, I can hear, I can hear Matthew sometimes. <laughs> but I'm just really excited. Like I purposely made sure to plan lots of stuff over the weekend that would keep me busy. So, but it was still like, I want hus- I want my hugs. <laughs> like, like these cuddles are good, but they're they're not the cuddles I'm used to. <laughs> so, what about you, Linda? Oh, <clears throat> I'm going to attempt to finish up most of the commissions. Like I said, I've got about about three. Um, I don't know if I'll actually be able to finish them all up in one week, but you know, um, but once I do get them finished, I'm going to do some sewing, some more sewing, uh, cause I have two costume, cost like one costume piece and one whole costume are kind of due, quote unquote due in January. That's yeah, I need to get started on those. So I am in the process of working on the mock-up of the paletot coat. Um, it's I just 
I have to resign myself to it being a mishmash because that's what fabric I have. So I was attempting to make it a Christmassy mishmash. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, All right. And then the other one is I actually got a pattern. The Simplicity patterns were on sale for $2 at uh, Joanne's. Um, and they're usually like 20 So yeah. I picked it up. I'm basically going to make this... You're listening. It's the Simplicity 8444 pattern. Um, this little kind of Lolita Rococo looking dress for my so flipping uh, cute. Yeah. So that yeah, it's like a little apron dress with like a really full skirt and uh, oh my and gosh, it's, the the uh, the sleeves on the shirt are what I'm really excited about because they're super floofy and mm -hmm. like puffy and long. Um, but that is going to be for my clockworking, which is the, the awesome. Rococo punk kind of thing. So I thought that would be pretty good. I can wear nice, thick, um, like, uh, stockings. So my legs won't be cold, um, cause it's for January. Yeah, it's a three day event, which did not comprehend in my head when I was initially making this. I was just thinking it's a one day. And I'm like, oh, oh no, this is three days. It says, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this is going to be something made out of a nice thick material, I think. Um, but I, I'm trying to decide on the fabric choice for it because I kind of want to do a... Um, like red and white theme because she's got a lot of uh healing she's a she's a doctor so mm -hmm. because of like the social structure of what it is and the clockwork and are basically dolls they're considered like wine you know they've got keys they're wind up dolls um yeah i wanted to do like red crosses on the arms and like on the skirt so that she's this little like medic doll that, like, I don't know. I, I have to think about it. Okay. okay. I, I swear I've seen something that you're talking about on Friend Plus Fan, which is a goth Lolita site that is wonderful and beautiful, but size is really small. But the visual of what you're describing, yeah. I know I've seen there. So. so I have to decide how I want to do that and make that and... That is that is things that that's after commissions. So yes, but I'm very excited because this should be pretty simple. It's simplicity, right? They're simple. simple. Question mark. Uh. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the thickness of the uh, the pattern here because usually when the patterns are thick. Uh, it's a lot of pieces to cut out, but we'll get to that when we get to that. And I'm just going to put this over here now. Whoop, fell on the floor. All right, I'll get that later. Um, <laughs> future problem. Future, future Linda's problem. Yay. But the code <laughs> at least, the code at least is like, I don't know, five pieces. Okay. So it's like the back, two sides of a front and two sleeves. So, that doesn't too bad. Yeah. I do have to do a top and a lining, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, 
after making that whale shark dress is easy breezy. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's simple in comparison now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really is. Uh, so remember, folks, you can always come uh, watch us record live at twitch.tv slash geekgrills on most Monday evenings. The next one uh, will be on the 21st. That is going to be our game night. So you're able to, you know, join us live. Anybody, anybody can join us live, but probably only the patrons will get the recorded. Maybe edited. Maybe not. <laughs> no, more monster road trip. More monster road trip in which we are going to try to succeed instead of being lost in the desert forever. <laughs> it's okay. We have our secret weapon, which is Ray. A spreadsheet. Ray, who knows how to play the game now? <laughs> thanks to somebody else who went ahead and made the spreadsheet like before I could even play it. Like they must have done it on like day one. Shush. This is all your. This is all your expertise. Oh, yes. No, no, this is all in my brain, like <laughs> like spreadsheets. It's I have just a running Excel up there. No, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to the subs and bits that we get on Twitch, we are supported by our amazing patrons, the greatest girlfriends on the internet. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com/grills. And don't forget, if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub us for free every month on Twitch. And another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast catchers. You can check out what topics we're going to be doing uh, in the next month on our schedule below on our Twitch page. And what games we'll be playing. Because that is where we will post what games we're playing. Um, and if you're a patron, you can always suggest a topic for us. We will do it. So give us suggestions. We'd love to hear your ideas. Where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Dappledame. You can find Ember on 9of12.com. And you can find me on Instagram under the name madcap underscore misc. That's M-I-S-C. And you can check out my website at madcapm.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good game. GG. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>